Welcome to Real Estate Hackers, where you'll hear how real estate investors grew something from nothing. Property management is going to become more technical. Our entire business today is based off of a hack. What if you could put $1,000 into an apartment building project on your phone? With YouTube, with podcasts, you can catch up very quickly to a seasoned investor. Now here's your real estate hacker host, Chad Gallagher. Welcome to the Real Estate Hackers Show, where we talk to actual investors who use systems and tech to scale out their business and where they see this all going in the future. Before we get to this week's guest, a few words from our partners and friends of the show. Welcome to Real Estate Hackers, where you'll hear how real estate investors grew something from nothing. Property management is going to become more technical. Our entire business today is based off of a hack. What if you could put $1,000 into an apartment building project on your phone? With YouTube, with podcasts, you can catch up very quickly to a seasoned investor. Now here's your real estate hacker host, Chad Gallagher. Welcome to the Real Estate Hackers Show, where we talk to actual investors who use systems and tech to scale out their business and where they see this all going in the future. Before we get to this week's guest, a few words from our partners and friends of the show. Hey guys, Chad here, and we've got a special announcement that I am super psyched about. We are announcing the first ever Real Estate Hackers Conference. Get excited. It's called the Next Generation of Real Estate Investing focused on really the future of where investing is going, combining real estate, tech, and all the innovation coming about. It's going to be held in Lancaster, Pennsylvania at the Lancaster Convention Center. We're going to have 40 speakers, including many folks that you've heard on this podcast, folks like Matt Faircloth, Jerry Horst, Anna Kelly, Michael Manthai, even Eric Cabral, who produces the show, will be there. Networking at night on Friday and Saturday at some super fun places within walking distance of the event. And we're going to have 100 vendors from across investing. These are folks I wish I had met when I first started investing in real estate. Each will even have a discount coupon to save you money the first time you work with them. April 3rd, 4th, and 5th at the Lancaster Convention Center. Go to realestatehackersconference.com to learn more. That's realestatehackersconference.com. Use the code HACKERS to save 50 bucks. And man, I hope to see you there. It's going to be an awesome, awesome weekend. On to the show. What's up, guys? I am pumped. We got a uh, crazy podcast here today. Coming to you from the Lancaster Hive, Real Estate Hackers podcast and show. Got my wife in the studio. This is uh, kind of crazy. Ashley, say hello to everybody. Hello, everyone. All right. So, uh, I decided that we would do a fun episode on real estate investing and talk about the family dynamics, which I think are really important, and probably not talked about enough. Uh, so, I decided no one better to talk about families and investing than my wife, Ashley. What do you think? I'm in. I'm pumped, as you would say. <laughs> She's pumped. I'm pumped. We're all pumped. Um, cool. Well, let's do this. Um, so... I want to first talk about how a family budgets to invest. I think one, you know, one problem is that it's one thing if you're living paycheck to paycheck, it's actually kind of simple to budget because you basically spend whatever you have. When you're trying to invest money, you have to actually set some side, set some money aside to invest. Uh, how the heck do we do it? Uh, I think you're mostly in charge of that. Although we do love to brainstorm together as a team. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I'm the budget Nazi of the household. Yeah. Uh, I think 
for better or worse, I think, well, everyone's got their own way of doing it, but I think someone has to kind of be the caretaker of the budget. Mm-hmm. I don't know how two people could do it evenly. I think someone's got to kind of be looking after the budget. That's true. Uh, so we try to adhere to a budget that doesn't necessarily match what we're making, but is what we agree is a reasonable amount of money to spend on stuff. Yeah. What happens when we go over the budget? I yell at people. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. I no. He actually reads out each statement. He says, Hotte, look, $54. Was this you? And then I say, yes. It's true. Uh, what is hot look? I don't even know. I think it's hot. Oh. It's H-A-U-T. Is that something you buy? It's fashion. Fashion. I know. Great. <laughs> yeah, so I go through every month and I look at how much money we spend and what did we spend it on. And sometimes like, I gotta even figure out what the stuff is because I don't even know half the time. Yeah. It makes it even more tricky because, Ashley, kind of, you buy everything for our family. Yeah. I mean, there's a base amount of stuff that we've tried to cut everything back pretty much as far as it can go, and then try and limit anything above that. Right. Any words of wisdom for people out there to adhering to a budget? I mean, I like Mint.com personally. Um, It's really useful specifically for like restaurants and going out and my shopping budget. So Chad doesn't even know. I don't think that I do check my shopping budget on Mint.com. I don't know. That's great though. I'm glad you do that. (laughs) And um, I actually made him add of all of our accounts in there together to get a better like overlook of our financial picture to see everything at once. Like our like we do have some money invested in like stocks and a four hundred one k. Yeah, some other stuff. Besides and then I have a savings account from before we were married that we jokingly call my secret savings account, but it's kind of good to have it just in case of a rainy day. Like Chad doesn't even take that into account in his mind as backup money that we have but if we ever had to like get our roof fixed in an emergency like we would have that money there it's true true. and we've used it once or twice (laughs) yeah that's true sometimes (laughs) when i make an investment in real estate uh, as i'm sure people in this podcast can relate to we uh you know sometimes the day of closing ends up being a little more than i expected or whatever and sometimes we're kind of moving money around a lot of money in a short amount of time and so it's nice to have some money set aside in a checking account that we basically never touch Unless we absolutely need it. Yeah. I mean, like anything, it's the more you communicate about it, the better. And honestly, Chad, we joke about it, but he's pretty nice about how he approaches it. He probably could even be a little more stern with me. (laughs) Yeah. And he's also been very uh, flexible. The last year I've been working on school full time, so I haven't had as much of an income. I still have a side income through my part time business, but he's been very gracious about taking the financial burden for the last year. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, it's tricky. Trying to tell someone to spend less money is a tricky conversation. I don't care what you're doing, but uh, we do our best. Okay, I think that's good. So uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about was kind of making a, like sacrifices as a family. And I think that's important. Uh, I know, I mean, there's some times, many times still today where, you know, I might be off running around on a, Saturday, when most people are hanging out as a family, and I think you've done a good job of just being very supportive of my adventures. Yeah, I mean, you're working on a Saturday not for giggles, it's for the future of our family. Um, We're talking about earlier how, like, 
we actually honestly more struggle with that we both want to work and which one of us is going to be able to work at which time. Yeah, I mean, I, like, the way I view it, it's, I mean, I love what do I do. Uh, but I also think, I think it's tricky when some uh, couples kind of argue and bicker about when someone's, how much they're working and that kind of stuff. Yeah, when, I completely like, understand, like, that you want your husband to, like, be present with your children and the weekends should be a time to relax and have fun. But I think Chad and I have mutually acknowledged that the next year or two we're still kind of, like, in the grind and... One day in the future, we're going to have wonderful, relaxing weekends, hopefully one day soon. But we both, like, know for the next year we're still in the grind part of it. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's like, do we want to work at a 9-to-5 job for the next 50 years of our life? Or do we want to work more hours than a typical person, but, you know, not have to work forever? Yeah, and I think we're aligned on that we both want flexible careers where we can grow it through like the more effort we put in the more we grow and we both thrive up off of that and I know a lot of my friends want a more traditional model and that's okay too but it helps that we're on the same yeah. or in agreement on that yeah I'll tell you one thing that's really helped me with uh so we have a daughter Izzy yep she's very she's cute three and a half yeah about to turn four and uh, one thing that I find really helpful with her is we do a lot of FaceTime because I travel a lot for real estate. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of FaceTime, which sounds kind of silly, but I find that like when we're talking there, it's almost like I'm in the room. Yeah. And I find that I'm still able to kind of communicate with her and hang almost like I'm hanging out with her. Uh, what helps now that she's older? You can say, what'd you do today? And actually have a conversation. Right, right. She, and she knows where I am. It's kind of like she can recognize where I am and understands I'm at work and doesn't, yeah. doesn't, that doesn't seem to bother her. I guess we kind of said at an early stage that yeah, daddy works a lot and but we still talk and hang out, even though that might be maybe I'm a different state, but we're on FaceTime kind of talking. Yeah, Chad's been really good lately. He started telling her he's going to take her on an adventure every weekend. And so every weekend she asks, what's my adventure? Um, and so that's nice. So even if he works Saturday, maybe Sunday he'll take her to the zoo or something like that. Um, and he's also Bouncing better castles. than me about um, on the weekend, he doesn't really want her to watch much TV, whereas I'm with her all week. So on the weekend, it's kind of my break where I'm more lenient with, like, I'm trying to get work done. So I kind of let her do whatever. But Chad's been really good about... He's like, one of us needs to be hanging out with her, playing with her while the other one does work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Frozen 2 was the <laughs> was the highlight of the adventures. <laughs> yeah. That was very cute. Uh, and honestly, I'd say most of the time you guys go alone, which is also very cute. And then I get my work done, so everyone's happy. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's one thing we've started doing. I don't know if... I mean, man, it's hard. Like, raising a kid, there's no, like, you know... There's no IRR formula for how do you uh, like get the best results, but I find I really like when we kind of split off, and if one person's kind of hanging out busy, I, I find you get really good one-on-one -on -one time, and I think I really like that. And then the other person can kind of go off and do their thing. I find when we're both hanging out there, I almost find I don't get as much quality time with her. Number one, and then number two is like we're kind of losing that ability for someone else to go off and do stuff. Yeah, and it's it's not our forever plan, you know. So right. yeah, of course we want to go to the zoo together, but we're kind of like 
we can hang in there a year or two. So. Yeah, I'm not like the Grinch here. I mean, I, I realize <laughs> there's some like high quality, like the whole family does stuff together. That's important too. Yeah. But if we're just like, I don't know, doing something random, it seems like it'd be better off. Like if I'm going to the grocery store, I like to just go with her. Yeah, that's really cute. Yes, know. credit to Chad. He does all the grocery shopping, currently does most of the cooking, takes Isabel with him to the grocery store. I got to tell you, the, the grocery store stories. is actually a, a, a hack, a budget hack that Nate gave me. <laughs> so uh, for those of you who are the budget holder in the family, I find grocery shopping, if you're into budgets, you know, uh, I find it be a little better at keeping the cost down on grocery shopping. And, yeah, uh, Nate you're, actually, you're definitely better than Nate me. actually gave me that idea uh, that, uh, you know, if you do... If, if the person who's into the budget does the grocery shopping, it tends to keep the cost down. So credit to Nate on that one. Cool. Uh, we should talk about social media a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I was never into social media at all. I mean, I had a Facebook account, but I didn't really use it. And then you just went like ape shit crazy. You can swear on this. It's okay. Oh, ape, like you went fun. nuts. <laughs> On social media. Yeah, tell them. Just yeah. what, what'd you do? Well, my Instagram account is Healthy Living with Ash. So you would follow me there if you like um, healthy recipes, fitness tips. What are you up to? 120,000? I've been really into the environment lately, like going green in our house. Also got a drone for Christmas from Chad. So I've been taking cool drone videos. And I just got a fancy camera. So I'm going to take lots of high quality pictures on there. Um, so yeah, I think I'm up to about 120,000 on there. 120,000 people follow <laughs> you on Instagram. Yeah. It's crazy. It should, you like, you take a video of me on the couch and I go into the grocery <laughs> store and someone knows I just was sleeping on the couch. It's like kind of creepy. Yeah. Chad, Chad is definitely, Chad and Isabel the most entertaining part of my Instagram for sure. Not me. <laughs> right. I also uh, have, um, a side account. I just started for fun manicure ideas that's called nail art revolution but we have kind of a bigger picture idea there um of kind of telling a story so maybe you know the day you found out you're pregnant and what that manicure reminds you of or the day you got a promotion and like you're wearing your power red manicure and you know it sounds kind of silly but it's just so women focused so i think in the future like we'll tell some really interesting stories on that account but for now, you can go follow it for some just some pretty manicures. <laughs> so, uh, Real Estate Hackers has 300 followers <laughs> on Instagram. Chad has not put my social media savvy to use for his own no, accounts no, yet. No, the sad thing is I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I think everyone's got their strengths and weaknesses. I'm not sure social media is my strength. Although I'm making, I'm I'm definitely making a bigger effort. Uh, Facebook, I seem to uh, do uh, understand yeah. a little better than. Well, I tell Chad that I think for what he does, Facebook is potentially better um and i think he's learned like he's been really good about writing a really long facebook post like okay you're a first time real estate investor i'm gonna write you know five paragraphs about the five things that you need to know the first time you invest in real estate and like those perform really well on facebook um it honestly would probably perform well on instagram too but um it takes a really long time and a lot of effort to build up an audience um i definitely have like a higher reason of why i'm building it so i think that helps keep you going over like five or six years of building something and it can be a little bit 
like what, what you have to do to build it can be really tedious sometimes, but I'm really passionate about like public health and environment and I want to get that message out to as many people as possible. So that's why I want to just keep growing bigger and bigger. All right. So let's give, while you're here, let's give everyone two tricks to growing a social media account. Uh, consistency, make sure you're posting, you know, every day and then interacting. Now hold on. So every day, that's a lot. Yeah. You, do you post every day? How many yeah. times? Every single day you post. Yeah. 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 I see you doing all that. I don't say you have to, but I would set yourself a schedule. So I try and do it first thing, get it done with. Um, if you have a business account on Instagram, you can go in and look at your insights and see what time of day your posts do the best. Mm. Mine are actually pretty, um, they always do the same at any time. So I try and just post first thing in the morning, get it checked off, make sure you're responding to everyone's comments um interacting with people yeah then i have a dedicated time i go on and interact with people you know i follow other environmental accounts and i say thank you for all the great work you're doing and then they see my me commenting and they come over and look at my account and when they come over and look at your account you want it to be you want to draw them in within the first two seconds they're looking at your account you know you want it to be very clear what your purpose is what your website is <laughs> why they should follow you and you want those first like nine pictures to be attractive enough or interesting enough that they follow you back. So there's almost two, there's a couple of things. Let's, yeah, let's just there's a slow lot. it down. You kind of, we can have a whole fast. separate podcast. Yeah, so on. you, uh, so you say post every day and then, uh, I know something you really are a big fan of is commenting on other people's pages. Yeah. Now, do you do that almost every day? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's really been one of your... Yeah, that's almost exclusively, in. like, how I grow. Or if someone mentions me or you can kind of start a movement. So I have a hashtag, no trash with Ash, and people tag me every time they bring, like, a reusable coffee cup to the coffee shop. Um, and then when they tag me in those stories, then, you know, their audience will see me and be curious and come look yeah. at my page. So you can, you know, you can go viral, you can kind of start a movement around something. Um, you really need to like know what, like focus in on the one thing you want to be known for. I'm terrible about that. I have about 20 things I'm interested in. But like with Chad, I mean, what would you, for like Slatehouse Instagram, who's the well, perfect so, so person with, to follow your so page? So real estate hackers, on our Instagram page, we are... You know, we're really passionate about the kind of intersection of real estate and tech mm -hmm. and talking to people who are doing really cool things in real estate and tech. Yeah. So I would figure out who your ideal audience is, what free, valuable content you can provide to them that will make them want to keep following you and figure out ways to encourage them to share your all your platforms with their friends. Yeah. I mean, I try and pay attention to times that I follow someone, how did I end up following them? Or times that someone caught my attention, how did they catch my attention? And you can kind of like get little tips from that. Like one lady just went viral just because she's obsessed with the royal family. Like it, you just have to be passionate or knowledgeable about what you're posting about. Right. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, such, such great advice. I think like I've noticed that as I've started to post more, it's really helped. I did, a, I did a Facebook post just yesterday talking about uh, submetering real estate water, which I saw that one. Uh, you know, you didn't actually didn't you didn't you didn't comment. That's okay. A lot of people did. <laughs> a lot of people did, and, and there's a lot of really good advice on there. Yeah. Which we're not going to take and actually 
um, talk to some of those vendors about their solutions and things to look out for as we kind of, uh, we're going to be sub-metering a, a 10-unit building in Reading here in February. And so that's the one part that's interesting. I think people think about like creating social media audiences to make money or creating them to sell them stuff. But I'd say in real estate, the other advantage to having a real estate, a big audience is you can ask that audience a question Yeah. and get, I mean, I, I guess use I, mine for that all the time. I got well. really good feedback yesterday. Yeah. Like I'll ask, you know, what laundry detergent is everyone using that's environmentally friendly? And then I compile all the answers and it's actually really helpful for that. Yeah. That's awesome. What, uh, since people here are always into like, what's the next thing? <laughs> what's the next big uh, social media platform that you're excited about? Well, you guys can unfortunately follow me on TikTok at Healthy Living with Ash. Uh, there's a joke that like no one on 30 is on TikTok, but I am on it. Um, I just always wish. How do you know? I don't even know how to spell TikTok. <laughs> it's T-I-K-T-O-K. T-I-K-T-O-K. Yeah. Okay. TikTok. Um, I'm literally still trying to figure out how to use it, but it's the fastest growing one, I think. Um, how does one use TikTok? I literally don't know. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't, don't. don't I, I do I like that. You know. Well, there's not a lot of advertising on there yet. So that's probably refreshing for people. And is it video? You have to be really creative. It's a lot of like dance videos, but uh, you have to check it out to understand it. But okay. I'm so, secretly so kind of hoping it doesn't last because I just find myself like organically on Instagram the most. I really enjoy the way Instagram is set up. Um, Earlier, I was thinking, like, I've been interacting with these online friends on Instagram for five years. So, like, you really do feel like you know people. I mean, they've watched us, like, have a baby, you know, like, they've really gone through, like, all these different stages of your life together. And, like, that's why brands will pay for that because, like, that's an insane level of connection yeah. with a stranger. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it's interesting. We, uh... yeah, I mean, I think it's weird. I think some people don't want to live that kind of open life. And mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, you know, your mother, for example, this would, <laughs> this would be terrifying to her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also even a lot of like investors like that would not want to live that life. I, I don't really care. Yeah. Right? As far as I'm concerned. I mean, concerned. you can always choose what you share, but I actually like, I think from the outside, our life probably looks pretty good right now. So I actually like go out of my way to share that it's been a stressful year financially with me in school and like, you know, you running your business, like crazy hours. And I just want people to like know that, you know, we definitely do not portray like the perfect family with the perfectly clean house with the perfectly behaved child. Like anytime I put up a cute picture of our family, like I jokingly will put a picture of like our daughter tantruming after just be like, that's our, not normal. Like our picket fence, I think is actually falling over. <laughs> yeah. It's a little rusty. Right. We should take a, a picture of a picket fence just to show people that our, our we don't have a, I think it's like a, a yeah. rusted brown picket fence. <laughs> I think people like you know, they like inspiration and they like to see a beautiful house, but then they also want to see like the real mess that was behind that right before you clean it up. And right. I think that they right. connect me, way better with that. Right. Me snoring on the couch while I see. <laughs> yeah. I have a whole series of Chad sleeping, falling asleep while he was supposed to be watching Isabel, even when she was a little baby and her awake playing on him while yeah. he was sleeping. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Um, okay, cool. So, so you think TikTok's the next social media thing? Uh, but also, like, I mean, 
I think we're all people are always looking for the next thing, but like we've been talking about with your platforms, I mean, Facebook might work if a lot of investors are over 40 and like that's where they engage in maybe like a longer format works better there versus a short point, you know, yeah. like yeah. for what's worth for me, the two things that I have found were great for my own personality, and I've tried a bunch of stuff, is I have found I find writing. Mm-hmm. is my is better than like mm-hmm. video for me and i found writing on facebook with some picture like um, images and i've also found writing on, on bigger pockets and their forums and and i am actually a writer on the site those are the two things that work for me you don't seem to like yours is totally different you, you <laughs> don't do much of writing at all i mean you write some yeah. captions but yours is more instagram i guess you do some facebook too yeah um but um But it works. We we uh, we've had other guests on here who have gotten big deals because their social media stuff. So yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is um, I think people focus a lot on the number of followers and like it's really meaningless if they're not gonna do business with you or swipe up on your link. Um, I really think you need to start with like what you're trying to accomplish, who your client or ideal audience is, and then like work backwards from there. Like what content will they find valuable, and then like what platform does that content make sense to be on like it sounds cool to say you have a bunch of instagram followers but what are you trying to accomplish with them you know yeah, yeah. it's good what uh what else do people need to know about <laughs> how the heck we stay married while living a crazy real estate investing lifestyle yeah i mean definitely uh anytime we go on a date we realize how badly we needed a date i think yeah, dates are good. Yeah, we're very lucky that my mother-in-law takes our daughter sometimes so we can have like a whole weekend. Um, what up, mom? A little yeah. shout out there. Thanks, Karen Ann. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That helps. And I think, I guess there's like one more point that I want to make, which is I think we just do a really good job of realizing like we are going to be married forever and we're going to live a very long period of time. Yeah. And I think when you take that into account, it kind of changes the dynamic of, hey, we're making some sacrifices right now or, yeah, you know, when everybody else is going off to, when everybody else is sleeping in until 10 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and, you know, instead we're up at 6.30, you know, knocking stuff out. I think, uh, I don't know, it changes the, 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 the paradigm a little bit. When you're like, look, you know, we're going to live to be 120 probably, hopefully. And we'll still be married then. So like, <laughs> you know, kind of go at it with like a team atmosphere, I guess. Yeah. I think it helps that we're both doing that right now. Like I'm not off vacationing in Fiji, you know. Right, right. Um, PhD. And then I think you've always made it very clear that like you're never leaving me, I guess, that we will be married forever. So like even if it's a more stressful year, we're working to the whole point of a stressful year is for next year to not be stressful, you know? Yeah. Um, and then last, like one fun thing we do that is like kind of a good tip, I guess, is that whenever we plan a date for each other, we always make it a surprise. So I think that kind of like puts a fun element, you know, keeps it a little lively. We just, right. even if it's literally just going to a new restaurant, we just don't tell the other person what they're doing. So it keeps it fun. Yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah. Then that's really good. Uh, this is good. Like, Marriage advice, I guess. Real estate <laughs> hackers' marriage advice. Um, but I'm sure all, a lot of these real estate investors completely understand, you know, are working on weekends. Yeah. Um, now, one thing we issues. don't do, which I think, so I've seen a lot of couples do this. We don't, like, I don't share with you the monthly 
financial recap of our investments or I don't really get into like crap. Somebody just broke a window. There goes a couple hundred dollars. We kind of like separate that. And I just kind of kind of deal with that. Whereas I see some couples actually are in it day to day. And, you know, I know, uh, you know, like Matt and Liz Faircloth, we had them on here. You know, they actually make decisions together. They'll, I think both work. I think there's no yeah. right or wrong. I mean, you definitely, anytime you want to invest in something, we discuss it. Um, a recent stock investment was partially inspired, I think, yeah. through Beyond Burger. being married to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. My non-real estate investments, I definitely am more interested in collaboration because I know you're going to have more feedback on that than like a, a four-unit building in Harrisburg. What do you think? Yeah. Like it's harder to... Yeah. I mean, you usually tell me when things go well, so that's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't think I want to know. <laughs> yeah, we're sharing on the positive news and the bad news, I guess, makes the easier uh, to share the excitement. Cool. Uh, hey, so we're having a real estate conference. Yeah. You going to come? Yeah. Come hang out there, I'll buddy? be doing Facebook Live, Instagram Live for you. All right. Hang out with all the all the girls your friends Would with. love to meet everyone. Yeah. Hey, we're going to have a lot of girls there, by the way. Don't That's think good. this is a dude-only conference. I know. You guys have been trying to get Chad to you know, encourage women to invest in real estate. Yeah, Let's Kylie is putting on the conference. We have a ton of women speakers. Love it. Uh, okay, so I think we should do a code, a uh, discount code for people who want to bring their significant other or family member to the conference. Yeah. What should it be? What should it be? Hold on, this is your... Okay, how about... So it's gonna, this is going to go live on Valentine's Day. That's yeah. why we're doing this. By the way, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, are you going to be home? <laughs> I think it's like a Wednesday. No, it's a Friday. I, I am going to be home on oh, Friday. What are we yeah. doing? I even got a place a for, I even, yeah, I even got a, Izzy a, a place to be that night. Oh, wow. Yeah. What guys, this is what good. Up? Okay, so, yeah, it's going live Valentine's Day weekend. The discount code will be Valentine. Love it. So if you want to come to the conference, uh, discount code Valentine, if you sign up with your significant other or family member, you, uh, we'll do buy one, get one free. Only available Valentine's Day weekend. They have to use it Valentine's yep. Day weekend. Sunday night, okay. done. Yeah, I would Valentine. love to meet everyone. So message me if you hear this podcast. And if you're going to get the conference, we can maybe we can even have like a little meetup. We'll have me a little yeah, line. Absolutely. What do you want to do? Meet about what? About, about social media? Yeah, social media, real estate. Social media. Women investing in real estate. Women, yeah. Okay. All right, so at the conference, we'll do something fun around social media that you can host and help people. Because I'll tell you, I think there's more people I meet who are trying to grow YouTube channels and Instagram channels. Yeah, I get asked every day of advice about all the different platforms about through across all different businesses. Yeah. I think you are kind of crazy if you're not... Building you know, out your brand. Yeah, and everyone wishes they had started sooner, so start now. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, this is fun. Uh, oh, yeah. High five. What up? Uh, cool. Thanks for joining the Real Estate Hackers podcast. Thanks for having me. All right. See you guys. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for joining us today. I have one more request. If you like this show, could you just please give us a review on Apple Podcasts? I'd really, really appreciate it so more investors can hear about us. Follow us at Real Estate Hackers on Instagram if you're cool like my wife. And if you have a great real estate hack, hit me up. Maybe we'll get you on this show. Real Estate Hackers is an on-air brands production. Eric and team are unbelievable. Thanks for all you do for the show. 
See you soon.